now. Hello, everyone. If you can see this on stream, I am so sorry for the internet, but for everyone who's listening to this later, hello. Welcome to Batteries Not Included. Um, we are a podcast that's going to be just having discussions of the bedroom, but not just pertaining to that, obviously, relationships, other random sex education uh, questions, concerns advice all of that good stuff but before we jump into introductions i also wanted to say that spara my wonderful co-host sarah para is not her and i are not medical professionals we are mostly just concerned hey. random babes who like to look up like stuff about the internet but also we've also worked in industries where we know a lot about that stuff not saying that we work in porn or anything but we also know a lot of people who are done sex work we do we do know a lot of people who who have done porn for yeah, sure. That is that is definitely one. Two, yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of friends that work with some sort of sex work that isn't specifically porn, but there's just a lot of things that go into it. Also, we are two people that have vaginas, so we also know a lot about that. that. Um, so <laughs> something that appears to be a mystery for which, some reason, even to ourselves, which is which is so strange bizarre. and so annoying so again oh i forgot to ask am i allowed to curse on this it's 18 plus hello like it's hey. fine like we're gonna be talking about cool. body parts so we might as well so for anybody who's here this is definitely going to be a very explicit podcast welcome in um spara again we're just just for the folks at home we're just going to talk about a little bit about yourself uh spara is a oh. wonderful being she streams on twitch but also does a lot of really cool embroidery art that you can find on her etsy page which you can find at this is spara which i'll put in the socials either down below or in the info sheet um she's also worked in the film industry she's worked on dark knight rises she's worked on jack and jill she's worked on king kong skull island and a bunch of other things she's an amazing being you should follow her she also has really good photography um uh, thank you you're <laughs> welcome uh I we also put up the photos <laughs> ah, you're fine um so also for everybody else uh i'm Sp uh, spara hello I'm you're a spara i'm squeak queen <laughs> i'm also spara um <laughs> i'm squeak queen uh also a twitch streamer play a lot of random games on the internet uh with a lot of different people i'll mostly spara to be honest uh and yeah. True. This is something that I've always wanted to do, really, uh, just talking about sex education, because there's just so many times where Spara and I have bumped into people who are like, wait, that's a thing? Wait, that? What do you mean? How do you know about this? Like, how do, like it's like, no, this is just common knowledge. Like, we just, no, do you not know? And we were just like, we need and to And then we podcast. find out it's not common knowledge, which yep. is deeply upsetting. Because it, agreed. And, I, like, sex yeah. education in this country is extremely extremely and extraordinarily limited and um the stuff that is available is sometimes not the most pc or yep. <laughs> i don't even think i don't even want to say just pc it's not um as i stumble through words good for me uh <laughs> i yeah. think there's a lot of misconceptions and uh a lot of misrepresentation of people of color in mm -hmm. online subject education mm -hmm. um Particularly when you're getting like, I don't want to call out anyone specifically. Let's not. Let's just let's, <laughs> let's just call not. somebody I else. I don't. I don't want to say anyone specifically is doing poorly by doing their, like the the sex education stuff that's out currently is amazing, but I do feel like it comes from a very limited perspective. So it's I think it's nice that we can broaden it a little more by having two people of color talk about uh, sex education. Exactly. Sorry, I'm also asking my wife 
uh what's going on and she's like you want to reset the router i'm like it's already too late we're in here it's happening <laughs> um, i mean i feel like resetting the router might be the thing to do but also we're in it so let's just it's fine i'm uh, we're recording i will replay this for everybody later on stream when i reset the router but for anybody else who's listening again we stream live clearly on thursdays for thirsty thursdays you can find us at uh twitch.tv slash squeequeen that's with uh, three e's s-q-u-e-e-e queen um so you can definitely watch the replays there and obviously follow this is spara at this is s-p-a-r-r-a like this is sparta but with spara uh it's a good time so again like we said earlier not medical professionals not just, medical professionals just here also to have a good time Nothing we say should be construed as medical advice. If yep. you have a serious issue going on with your downstairs, go to your go doctor. See your doctor, please, for the go love of doctor. God, go Do to your not doctor. Depend on a podcast to diagnose your shit. And, and, unless it's <laughs> we a doctor, are just people. I mean, again, also that's totally fine if the podcast itself is has a doctor on it, like a medical professional on it. Yeah, which well, I am. But even then. It's still, still goes not to your doctor. medical advice because they yeah because they never want to give medical advice publicly because they don't want to um, be sued by people. So like even then, like, exactly. Nah, just go see your doctor. Talk yeah, as you're good. Just please they'll, go. They'll take care of you. <laughs> go do the things, please and thank you. Um, but yes, yeah, just the the main the main thing that we want to get across is mostly just discussion. The fact that a yeah. lot of people feel taboo talking about anything sex wise is something. Yeah that Spar and I have always come across where they're like, it's not the fact that they feel like uncomfortable. They're just like, ooh, it's something I wasn't allowed to talk about when I was young or or depending on whatever town, family, religion that they grew up in, it was just something that they never talked about. And then when they finally become an adult and they're like, all right, I'm ready to date. How do I get in here? And you're like, all right, so you ready to fuck? And you're like, wait, what? You know? Wait, what? So you're like, well, <laughs> unfortunate. So yeah. It's just something that we've, as two people who are very open, we're also part of the LGBTQ as well, yeah. um, poly, all that crazy stuff. There's just a lot that we have discovered, again, from other friends who are also part of the al Alphabet Mafia, poly, all that kind of like stuff that a lot of people are just like, how does that work? And we'll pretty much just get, you know, into it later. Um, but at least today, we're mostly going to be talking about everybody's downstairs that's what we're that's what yeah. we're jumping into today we're, we're discussing the actual anatomy of your your naughty bits because uh i feel like uh sex education classes if people do get them they don't get a pro like all you get is like the diagrams and you're like oh this part is this this part is this this part is that but they don't really talk about the function of those parts they just tell you that they're there <laughs> Sorry, we are also getting a raid, so I'm just taking care of that. But yeah, oh. you can go ahead and start, Hello, Sarah. Raider. You can go ahead and start, Sarah. And oh, I will, okay. I will jump right <laughs> in there. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, I do believe our first topic, like we wanted to jump in initially, like what initially inspired this was a uh, tweet. I, I, well, not a tweet. It was a Facebook post. I believe, it was a originally. Facebook post that led into a TikTok that I found later. Um, Which was rage inducing. Yep. Um, um, and to keep everything fair, we are going to talk about, um, ooh, I was going to say both genders, but that's not fair. Both, We're going to talk both about genitals. Genitals. Yes. yes both, both genital types. Types. There we go. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and going in depth on both, because I feel like there's a lot of myths and miseducation 
on both kinds of genitals. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with let's start with the boys. That uh, way, yeah, we get, or yeah, you know? male presenting or who were born with said penis. Sorry, yes, I should I should be better about. That. I'm sorry. It's fine. That's <laughs> also the that's also the part we are also learning. Again, we are not professional. We are professional we are going... adjacent. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the penis. So, um, first we're going to kind of break down the anatomy of the penis. We found some lovely diagrams that might be skirting the line of TOS safe. <laughs> yeah, well, well, why? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about showing it. I'm not sure if I should because they never I got think... back to us. So we're just not going to do that this time. I'm, yeah, I'm, there's some concerns. So I'm just going to quickly describe the anatomy of just the penis itself. We're not going to talk about the testicles just yet. No, um, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that's, a whole, that's a whole different that's thing that whole, we can't. Yeah. We're not going to have time in a two-hour podcast so, to talk about that. So. Hell, we don't even have time in a two-hour co- two podcast to break down every little bit of the penis. So I'm just going to yes. give a quick overview. Yes. So the penis is basically, like, you have to imagine it like like face, like face, if it's facing you like this, yes, <laughs> right? So looking at All you. Right. So, you have, so you have, it's covered in skin, obviously. And then just underneath the skin, there's about a zillion veins. There's so many veins <laughs> that provide blood to the penis. And then, like, the interior of the penis... Uh, has kind of like these two like vessels kind of like this and those are comprised of like really squishy tissue that that's what like that spongy tissue is what fills with blood and you know that's how men get hard um and then at the bottom there's like another round of like squishy tissue and within that round is your urethra where your pee comes out and where your sperm comes out yep um and then there's like more skin, there's more veins, and then like that's pretty much the whole of the yeah of the, of the yes there's of the general lots yes. of squishy bits. And I'll be honest, when I looked at the <laughs> this is my creepy gross observation. Oh, love when it. I let's the, go. <laughs> when I looked at the bisection of the penis, I laughed because it looks like a face with giant eyes. What? Like it's like <laughs> look at it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! It does. It just it looks like it looks like like just these two bug eyes and then like this like tiny little mouth and the mouth is where the urethra is it's true yeah no 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 you're right you're right after (laughs) looking at it i was like oh oh no it's even got like two little it's got two little veins right like here that looks like a nose (laughs) i can't like what the fuck it's called it's even called the septum like come on oh that's right oh my god i forgot about that thank you for reminding me and also like uh, gross (laughs) oh i love it not gross it's a penis. Like, like no, a. obviously not gross in that. It's just like <laughs> thinking about it in that sense. I was like, uh, but at the but same I, time, like, it is, it is a little uh, because we're it's, looking it's at a, a little squeamish. Cut. Yeah, it's kind of it makes me kind of squirmy. But like, no, it's not actually gross. But just the squirminess of it all, squirreliness. Of so, it all. so um, going from here, we're gonna talk about some common myths about the penis. Yes. Uh, like one of them being that uh the penis uh has a flavor it does not it doesn't and i think it's really funny that people think that um so penis is just skin it's it's if you've got a flavor going on there it means that it's not clean <laughs> yeah that's that's literally what i was going to say i was like mm, <laughs> if there is some sort of taste that is not skin. Any sabor is not good. 
Mm-mm. No, 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 no. So clearly <laughs> that person either needs to to shower or whatever. Like that was the thing that never made sense to me. Same thing, same thing for for the JJs. Same thing. Oh, yes. If any man tells you like, oh, I don't I don't eat people out because or you know, uh vagina having people out because I don't like the taste, it's like, sir, it tastes like skin. Like you well, let's let's we'll roll we'll roll back to that in a minute because that's gonna be in the that's gonna be in the misconceptions about the vagina. I know it's just so uh, annoying, section. but yes. But, <laughs> but one of the the largest conversations about um, penises in general, at least one of the biggest conversations that's currently happening, is a discussion about circum- circumcision. Yeah, Blech, yeah. If I can word things correctly. What words? <laughs> words how's that so i i did a little bit of research and um i'm gonna talk about some of like the misconceptions about circumcision so first we're going to talk about the origin um circumcision started no one knows what (laughs) i was gonna Um, ask because i tried looking it up and i couldn't find um, anything hotly debated how circumcision started happening right what we do know is that it does go really far back within um the uh jewish religion mm. which which sets it like you know birth of christ at this point yep level yep. um and traditionally within the jewish community um there is a specially appointed um religious figure called a moil who will uh sever the tip of the penis which by the way if no one knows what circumcision is it is when uh the uh it's when a doctor typically or a moil Yep. Will uh, sever the, I think it's, hang on, I'm going to look just to make sure that I have this correct. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I don't trust. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a specific gland. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that is attached it's to the foreskin. foreskin it's right. part of the foreskin. Yeah. So they remove the foreskin and they also have to cut off the glands as well in order to remove it. That makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so one of the craziest uh, like myths about circumcision is that it prevents HIV. <laughs> Which I never understood who started this myth, because that makes no sense. It absolutely doesn't make any sense. You can absolutely, uh, like, HIV is transmissible through through any kind of bodily fluid, and is transmissible through um, sexual intercourse. And yep. on that, while we're on this, like, topic, I know that we don't have this in our little rundown, but um, it is an absolute myth that HIV can survive out the body. For very long right so you're not you're not gonna get hiv if you come into contact with someone's blood that's been sitting there for 20 minutes yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's not how that works but it, it but, almost dies immediately <laughs> yeah especially yeah because it, it's only when it's exposed to oxygen right or air yeah basically yeah. so so that's why like it's primarily a sexually transmitted disease is because um the minute it comes into contact with air it starts to die off uh okay so it's very difficult to get it from like i mean it is possible to get it from saliva um, yes yes you can extremely <clears throat> rare. speaking of i almost choked on my own saliva. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> um <clears throat> at, at current the who is debating whether or not circumcision is actually better for men's overall like um genital health right um the reason that some parents will have their child circumcised is because they don't trust their child to properly clean their penis. Because when you're oh, when you wash I when see. you wash 
an uncircumcised penis, you have to pull back. The, you have the to. Forehead yep. Yep. In order to clean the tip. And they don't, they're like, I don't trust my young child to do it. So I'll, and yeah. Like, so we'll just cut off the tip. And it's funny because that you bring that up is that I've actually met like, not like men that like I was like romantically involved with, but like friends of like them. Like they weren't even friends of mine. They were just acquaintances within the group that we were in that like said that they're like, oh, I washed, like I wash it, you know, myself. Yeah. And, and this guy was like, yeah, but you're not circumcised. Like, do you wash under that? And they're like, am I supposed to? And I was like. Yeah, uh, you're supposed to. You are supposed to. You and if you, and if you don't, um, it could actually be medically disastrous for you. Right? There has been there has been cases of like young. There's oh the, like idiot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean I don't know I don't know this person anymore. Um, they're they're very far away now. All I'm saying was I was just like. There has bruh. been uh, or there have been cases of like children's um, foreskins getting fused to the the head of the penis because of like the dirt and all the like coagulated shit that's in there yeah so like just you collects. need to clean it it's very important for your health Jesus. <laughs> um so uh, the reason i like jumped into the whole circumcision um discussion and i would love to do a full episode just on circumcision in general just because it's a really broad topic yeah um one of the like largest discussions that's been happening at least within the past decade is that um, a lot of parents these days do not feel it is okay to circumcise their child because they do not have their child's consent. Yeah, I've and, always been intrigued by that. Yes. So, and then there's also um, currently hotly debated, we don't have actual facts on this, so don't mm -hmm. quote me. Um, there, it's currently being, being debated that when you remove the foreskin, you're removing a majority of the nerves that help make sex feel better interesting um very similarly to um so not exactly like because female circumcision is a problem yeah we don't that's that's again that's, a, that's yeah that's a whole different thing that but, we could get into but we're not going to today <laughs> well we're not going to go too in depth but i i have to use it for the point of comparison of course um the removal of the foreskin is very different than the circumcision that happens within women where the clitoris is removed and thus True. no sensation of sex exists yeah so i was like you yeah, feel there's like two different nothing. things yeah as opposed to um circumcision which might deaden some of the feel yeah but, but no, it doesn't, doesn't completely take it away it doesn't it doesn't completely end it um we also recently found out like oh i guess this is more for like the vagina side we also found out that the clit is is also bigger than we thought. Oh my god, it's way bigger. And I was and like, so uh, there's gonna be a little bit of a jump. Yes, friends. <laughs> uh, sorry, we're gonna we're getting into how do you keep your penis clean? Mm -hmm. Now, uh, it's very important to to uh, wash a penis, but much like a vagina, you're not supposed to use soap. Just very gently with warm water. Like, clean it off. If you have foreskin, uh, you can build up, like, there's a natural lubricant that obviously comes out of your penis when you're about to have sex. Uh, some people call it pre-cum. Pre some yep. people call it shmegma. Uh, shmegma can, they call it, that's what they call it. I, I, it's literally on, <laughs> it's literally on my research notes. I am um, so confused. Okay. I, 
I had a totally different definition for schmegma, so I'm like, yeah, like my brain was like, interesting. All right. Um. Uh. One of the things that you're supposed to do if you have a foreskin is you are supposed to pull the foreskin back so you can mm -hmm. get water in and remove the excess lubricant that you have. Because if you don't, it's going to make your peen smelly. And nobody likes a smelly dick. Nobody so, mm, no. So, so you're supposed to do that. If you feel like you need to use soap on your dick, um, non-perfumed soaps that are very gentle for skin basically, are yeah. what you're supposed to use. Um, you, if you use too much soap or shower gel on your penis, uh, you can get something known as sore penis. <laughs> so don't, don't. Don't. Uh, it's don't also... Do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> it's also very, very important to wash your testicles. Please. Mm. Boys. <clears throat> Men. People who have testicles. Non-boys. Please. Non-men. <laughs> People please. with... These genitals. Please, with these genitals, clean them. My Wash God. Them. Uh -uh. Wash them. <laughs> um, because the testicles are covered in hair, they can produce a very strong odor uh, because sweat can get trapped within the hair. Think of it like cleaning your underarms. Make sure you clean your balls. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's just something that we all need to <sighs> do. And again, we'll get to, obviously, the lady... Uh, people with vaginas after that, but... Like, we, at least from what we've done, at least a lot of research and a lot of, like, things that I've read from other people who um, don't have them have found out that a lot of people who do have them just don't, they just don't clean them. And it's just, uh, yikes. <laughs> uh, I also want to point out that um, you also need to keep where the, like, base of your testicles and your anus meet clean yes like that is that's an area that you actually have to reach under and wash you can't just hope the water drips down there <laughs> like <laughs> i know i know i'm getting i'm getting so rude about people's hygiene but wait till we start talking about women's hygiene and their vaginas so <laughs> <All right. laughs> um <laughs> be be nice to your penis just be nice right. to your generals friends like be just actually yeah, be nice to your genitals. Be be very be very gentle with them. Yeah, you don't need to like full on like anime scrub that stuff. Like that's not what you yeah. need to be doing. You know, we're not telling you to put all these crazy perfumes and sprays and lotions and things like you don't have to do that. Just use some just nice mild soap if you can, or even just some warm water. Like that that is enough. You know, if you sweat a lot, you're sure. I understand why someone would want to use some sort of, like, frequency soap or if they're about to go on a date or something. Like, I get that. But again, it's just supposed to just smell and taste like skin. So the fact that if it's if it's already at that point, you're good. Like, you're, you're golden. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's all people well, ask. That's your school. As for also, two, as for two also. people here who are also attracted to both things, like, trust all we ask is for it to just be clean, alright? It doesn't have to smell like fucking gingerbread cookies. All nope. we're saying is we want it to be clean. clean. Okay? That's all clean we want. Clean is very important. And also, so nice. um... Go ahead. I was, ugh, I had a thing that I was gonna say and I I'm sorry. <laughs> um... Nope, it's gone. Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh, we were gonna talk about, uh... We want to do a whole episode on this 
as well. So this is just going to be a very quick subtopic. Very much how circumcision was a quick sub subtopic. Subtopic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can word. I swear. Are you sure? <laughs> um, the subtopic that I want to get into is also things that you shouldn't insert into your junk and things that you can insert into your junk. Yes. Because you recently. Beloved, yes. beloved, you recently sent me a TikTok <laughs> that that showed a blacksmith making what is known as a urethra urethral sounding toy. So, to get into urethral sounding very quickly, urethral sounding is the insertion of a thin metal rod into the urethra of the penis. Um. You have to be very careful with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's definitely it. not one of those things where you're like, all right, let's experiment. <laughs> like, no. No. Just, and one uh, no. One thing we also found out was that you cannot be fully erect for this. It is something that you're supposed to do when you are, you are uh, flaccid. When you're flaccid and you just slowly yeah. and gently, and if you feel any type of sharp pain, that is a stop. That is stop. a stop. Like, take Thank it out. You. And just no, just no. Um, I wasn't sure because I couldn't see if they were like, "Do you try again, or do you just like wait and then do it like?" I I think they time? I think I think they just said to stop. I think for the the day. Okay, but it, it it's fully dependent on how like your penis is feeling. That is true. Like I was if, gonna say. if your penis is irritated and it starts to get like red, or if it's if you feel swollen or irritated, obviously don't put the metal rod back in. That idea. Yeah, like I mean, I understand that we we also understand that you know people who are very much have a pain kink and or a torture kink or any of that nature where they like the feeling of pain or hurting like mm. those areas, like that's fine. But you also don't want to sit there and like give yourself something to worry about later is in a sense of like actually like harming yourself yeah don't you way. don't want to permanently damage yeah. your your organs Which a lot of people in that in that kink would understand they under they they know like the the, the importance well, of a safe word that's what i'm saying it's like for beginners this is kind of where yeah. our I'd, like that's what we're trying to tell you is like hey like if you want to try this thing it's something that you're interested in just be aware of what you're doing and just be very careful so yeah yep. being being careful is like super important key if you yeah. get into that particular type of Which, um like sex yeah, exactly. And the thing that Spar and I are very big about this podcast is we do not judge. Like, obviously, like, I'll have comments where I'll be like, you know, but like, know that I'm never going to treat that person differently or anything like that. It's just an immediate reaction. Yeah. It's either something that makes me squirm or something like that. But I would never be like, wow, that person's like gross. Like, no. Yeah, no, no. We is. do not kink shame in this house. No. <laughs> like, whatever you're into is whatever you're into. It might not be something that her and I are into, um, but it's definitely something that you could be okay with. Don't do not don't be afraid to whack the weeds every now and then. It can help with bad smells. Yes. So obviously, it's true. It is very true to sit But some there. people don't like to do that either. So like, hey, you know, yeah. To so eat that's well. yeah, and that's the thing is we can get to that when we get to the vajay part. Is obviously being, it's going to be rough. Obviously, for some people, where like you know they have a person that's like, oh, you have to shave. Like that should not be. That should not be a thing. Like, you should be able to control it's your downstairs. You do whatever the hell you want to do with it. If they don't like it, tough, tough beans, you know? Like, yeah, pretty much. It's 
But yeah, I want to show, anyway. since we were talking about the whole inserting thing, we were talking yeah. about, um, <laughs> we were talking <laughs> about the urethra sounds. Uh, my favorite thing that I've noticed is uh, if it will show, please. Uh, oh, no. Is it showing on screen? I don't think so. Um, Let me make sure it's connected. There it is. This beautiful thing, which is the come through penis plug <laughs> that we found. Oh my god! So I feel like that's still deeply unpleasant. So but yeah, I, I don't have a penis, so I don't. I don't know. know. Again, if this is something you're into, what? it's so fascinating to me because when you when you look at it, you're like, wow, that looks that looks hella painful. Oh geez, I shouldn't have shown that part, but because uh, there was a. I'm uh, example but yes so, so yeah it's just it's very interesting because the fact that when you have a penis plug obviously when you put it in it's supposed to plug everything but for the ones that you come through which i love the name by the way the fact that you're supposed to be able to to have it on while you're you're uh orgasming is very interesting to me because it's also like ow but also i yes i like i you know like i get it but at the same time i'm like <laughs> you know what I, I mean listen that like one of the things that was like a, a hard pass for for me when we were researching this topic alexis shared with me excuse me squeak squeak shared with me <laughs> that um there is such thing as urethral intercourse there are people who try to have sex through the urethra of a vagina, of a, a vagina, or no, not even because the urethra is not part of the vagina. That's a whole but other yeah, thing. Yeah, but like the get. urethra, but the urethra of the the, the, of the, the vagina, the lady part. Yeah. What? <laughs> How? I mm, not not even a little bit. <laughs> uh, DJ DJ asks, why do people like pain? It oh, is, that's a, that's, a, that's a whole that we're gonna have a whole episode about kinks, a whole episode. and we're gonna go through specific kinks. I might pick like a kink of the week, and we'll talk a little bit about that at the very end of the podcast. Um, but yeah, it, kinks are kinks are all different. Sometimes it's that like yeah. adrenaline, right? Like sometimes there's like that a little bit of adrenaline that brings you to it. Um, that um, there's also, also that sensation that I've heard that like people like the the immediate feel of the pain and then the immediate stopping of it. Like the stinging of it, and certain yes. like with flogging and things like that. Um, I can't speak for anybody that likes actual like twisting or pinching or actual like knife play and all the other kind of stuff. Like I can't speak on that. Hence why we will be doing more research when it comes to that. But uh, sorry, Sarah, you were gonna say something. Go ahead. Oh, it was it was basically um, there's there's a little bit of psychology behind why people enjoy pain in sex or or sexual like release through pain mm -hmm. and it's it actually has to do with um development as a child uh, you know that, <laughs> um, that, that doesn't where, surprise me where where and it's not even necessarily like that there's something wrong with you like please don't take this as me saying like oh no. people who who no. are kinky are psychologically fucked that's not what i'm saying um what i am saying is that um at some point or another a wire gets crossed where uh, your brain ceases associating pain with pain and and begins to associate it with pleasure. And that association with pleasure can be built, um, like can be instilled in you as a child or can be built in you as an adult. Like let's say you're not into like, or let's say 
you're introduced into like kinky sex play with your partner, um, you'll begin to enjoy it and it'll start becoming part of your regular sexual routine. Um, because that your 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 brain has rewired itself to enjoy rather than find it painful. True. Um, and one of the things that was like really prominently said within the like urethral sounding thing was that if you feel pain then then something is wrong so you're actually not it's actually not, not painful, painful. Yeah. it's not supposed to be painful it's supposed to be pleasurable so like they there's a lot of advice on like people who are doing this for the first time like use an enormous amount of lubrication use also use safe uh, words taps you, well yeah there's that if you're having someone else do the sounding, yeah, but I mean, like, if you're doing, if you're it, doing it to yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's definitely a huge use, factor. Use an enormous amount of lubrication. Take things like, slow. Like, like there, there's no such thing as, like, too much lube. No such thing. Real about that. The, no those, such thing. People say that, but it's actually not true. You would rather have actually more lube true. than less lube, because I feel like <laughs> it's just the latter, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah hey yo hey oh hey oh you know <laughs> but it also it also states that it might take you a while to find your like angle of play which i think means that you move the rod inside you so you can find pleasurable points yes where you feel good so and it's also not the fact of like pressure painful. too as well it's not really painful yeah. it's like that weird pressure like it said in the article that we were reading earlier that mm. it's more of feeling full at the tip is what people find pleasurable is just like feeling that fullness there yeah. so i was like that makes that makes sense yeah. to be honest and, so i get and, that and i also i was saying it's it's akin to like the fullness that you're seeing or the, the fullness that um somebody who has a vagina would feel mm. um upon insertion of a penis so this yep. is kind of like that similar feeling yep so it could provide for people who have a penis um but do not want to have anal the, no well that and do not want like the masculine thing associated with penises right this makes it more feminine although yeah, like yeah feminine, there's a I say, I air yeah. quotes feminine there yeah. it, it gives you that feeling of like oh this is what that feeling is like yeah and and again, it's still interesting that we were able to find all this stuff out because, like I said, I just randomly found that um, that TikTok, and I was like, "This is interesting," yeah. and just <laughs> sent it, and then it just it just really exploded and this entire, mm, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better term, really pushed through uh, this topic in that sense because we were we already had stuff we wanted to talk about, but I think this really like. It, I, it was just really intriguing to it, find out this whole scenario because I didn't know that there was penis plugs until today. I, I, I didn't know Q-tip going at Jesus Sensei, what the hell? Oh my well, God. no one wants to put a Q-tip inside. Why it's would you? Dry. Why would you it's do dry. that? <laughs> why would you do that though? Like I don't understand. Well, I imagine to clean, imagine uh, or okay. or maybe or maybe when they have to take a sample. Yes. As a doctor, sure. yeah. At least yeah. you only have to deal with a Q-tip, okay? Sometimes people have to go in and get little, like, inside of our stuff. That sucks. <laughs> Sorry, all right. Can... It's not a contest. <laughs> I was just I was just saying, like, 
they have to take skin <laughs> from the inside of us bastards. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, yeah, they do that. And they do that with a speculum, which is not something that a lot of men are familiar with. They've seen them, probably. I, in, like, almost, I almost ordered one to show people what it looks like. But I was like, let's wait. Let's wait for that. I, I, just, I just want you to imagine a speculum as a tool that's made of metal that essentially does this to the vaginal opening. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> And, and holds makes, it there. <laughs> and holds it there. And it's uh, cold and it's Hate deeply it. uncomfortable and it's very painful because your vagina is not supposed to be held open like that. Um, Especially for long periods of time, too. Like, hello. <laughs> it's I'm not a... It's, it's... I don't know of anybody who's a fan except for people who have that kink and no shame and on again, them. And again, no shame, you. but also ow. <laughs> but ow. <laughs> Maybe they do it right, though. Maybe they... Maybe they heat it up beforehand and put like lots of lube because that's what you're supposed to do. You know what? Do. Fair. And I do I do like that some gynecologists will do that. They'll put it under hot oh. water and like let it do its thing while they go to get more stuff. And I'm like, thank you. Because the other people who are just like, all right, here you go. I'm like, you couldn't buy you couldn't. the dinner first. Warm it up for me, baby. Like, 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 what am I doing? Like, yeah, just, a little, like, just a little, you know, just like a little rub. You can't see it, podcast, but I'm rubbing it like on like, you know, like you do with an apple. Yeah. Like you rub it before you bite into it. Like, Jesus, like, help me just out. Be, help me be out. Kind. Be kind to us. Jeebus, we don't like this. <laughs> anyway. But anyway. Continue. Let's, let, well, I want to, I want to get to what started this oh my god i'm so waterfall um so we are gonna we're gonna pivot from the peen pivot (laughs) oh wait before we pivot from the peen i have one more thing to say about urethral sounding and then we can move on yes people who want to try urethral sounding do not use thin pieces of wax no to try it no don't do it so I, the reason why she brings this up was because Nat was telling me that some people will use candles because of the the ribbed. Uh, for for thing. people listening on the podcast, Nat is uh, oh my uh, wife. Yes, yes, wife. yes. So <laughs> she she was telling me that she the reason how she knew about that was because people were using candles like birthday candles, and I was like, that's funny, but also no, no, <laughs> don't do that. absolutely not merciful sweet baby boys don't they're baby i keep fucking up i'm so sorry (laughs) baby people with penises okay like stop baby my sweet my sweet beebs don't do that sweet beebs don't Don't do that that. don't do that please Please. i stop for the love of god okay now let's move on to how this topic got to be like how we got here to begin with um which i think you tweeted it uh no i think you found the tweet didn't you no you read you tweeted it um i had found i had seen it originally on uh everyone not to not to tell on myself i i follow the reddit are the straights okay (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I also, you know, to counterbalance it, I do follow um, uh, straights are okay. So. Yeah. You know. Um, but you retweeted it recently. Oh, I've, oh I retweeted God. a lot recently, so that's not going to help you. But, oh, um, you're um, hang on. Um, but yeah, so pretty much what it was, was... Uh, the reason why we talked about this in the beginning was the fact that there was, there's a lot of things, at least on TikTok that I've noticed where 
like guys will be like if it doesn't taste like candy down there or blah 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 like i ain't go i ain't gonna touch it you know blah, blah, blah. and i'm like she's or they're like or there was a big tiktok trend where people were taking their significant other's underwear and showing that there was bleached that made me so angry yes that there is a bleached part on where the crotch area is and they're like what the fuck is this like what is this and i'm like do you not understand how a vagina works like sir like hello and that is uh the answer is yes yes so there's a lot of people who um i will say and again i will uh, the only reason i'm giving them shit is because of the fact that they didn't do research you know what i mean like they decided to shame their person first before actually looking up why the thing what what's wrong i'm reading an entirely different post and it's just enraging <laughs> Yeah, so that's why we decided to use this as our first topic because as two people who are are vagina born people, we were like, uh, does people not do like do does no one know how like pH balance stuff works? Like I don't understand. Like, okay. explain. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to are the streets okay? Because I know it's I know it's there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was the one thing that I I always found very interesting through tiktok was just going through all of that and being like what is wrong with people and it got to the point where other women or at least again vagina users or havers would sit there and be like bro this is here you go or like gynecologists would hop on and be like wow you're an idiot here you go let me explain this to you um and go through that whole thing it's so interesting to me um but yeah i don't remember the tweet specifically because it's so it's so far gone in my i i am i am desperately oh i i think did i find it no nope that's not it that's that's an entirely different did you comment on it or did you did you retweet it i i never tweeted it i literally only read it on reddit and was like what the fuck oh my god (laughs) i probably can find it um maybe spick apes um I'm, I'm sure i'm sure i'll find it but yeah so like that's literally one of the things that we we would get really mad about is that there's a lot of people that just don't understand what it means to have that um <clears throat> i think there's also a lot of like misconceptions about vaginas that are no lie passed down generationally oh here i like, found it i found it i found it Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know if this is the place to go, but I figured it would make a for a discussion. Is anybody else absolutely disgusted with how women can't wash their actual vagina hole? They'll say, a little boy, call me immature, it's a self-cleaning organ, etc., but I'm not too keen on the idea of when going down on my wife, the only thing separating me from the remnants of all the previous dicks once inside her is low pressure, is a low pressure cycle of blood. Where are the disinfectants in blood? I don't feel silly for being bothered by this. I'm just hoping someone can relate and make some sense of it. This really ruined my ambition to go down on women. Nothing's ever been washed down there. All right. So let's, we're going to have to take this apart little bit by little All bit. Right, because so the beginning part. Bit... Is anybody else absolutely disgusted with how women can't wash their actual vagina hole? Sarah. No. <laughs> because that's, that's just not you, my dude. Yeah, that's uh well, I mean, it's not just him. There are several people who are like that. They're just really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I guess okay, so the I guess the first thing that we should talk about is how the vagina is a self-cleaning organ. 
So uh, you spoke about earlier how the um, there was there was those TikToks of men shaming women with the um, like like weird stains that they had in their underwear, yes, or the fact that um, like when they just like what the tweet says of like, oh, y'all aren't using soap. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere near that shit. And you're like, oh my. God, oh do you God. use soap? I just want to know. <laughs> so, so basically, um, what uh, what we want to get into first is this uh, one is that the vagina is a self cleaning organ. So that the reason that bleaching happens in underwear is because vaginas regularly discharge uh, fluid. Um, it's not just uh, we only get wet when we're turned on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of always wet. It's it's always a little. I'm gonna use the word that you don't like, Alexis. Oh no, you're fine. A little, she's a little moist down there. Yeah. Uh, and um, the reason that that bleaching happens is because uh, vaginas and the um, surrounding organs um, are actually acidic. Yep. Um, we. We bleach our underwear because it's kind—it's of, a little bit of an acid, y'all. <laughs> welcome, like, well, welcome, welcome to, the to the vaginas and how they work. Um, eventually, over time, they become less acidic, like as you get older. Um, but for the most part, like we have a pH balance between three point eight and four point five, and that puts us like in like the like oh we're slightly acid area. Um, the reason that you cannot wash a vagina hole uh is that that acidic discharge if you clear it out you fuck up your ph balance and when that happens you get infections from it so if we were to even attempt to put soap up there it would actually do us more harm than good and it's actually better for the vagina to take care of itself now the next bit Oh, of that post yes here where we go. he's like they where say, he's like they'll say little boy call me immature it's a self-cleaning organ but i'm not too keen on the idea that, on the idea that when going down on my wife the only thing separating me from the remaining of all previous dicks once inside her is a low pressure site low pl- wow low pressure cycle of blood all caps okay first of all <laughs> uh i i believe Rocky, no. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I believe that menstrual blood is not like actual blood. No, I think there's it's something else. I remember looking that up that it's not fully just like blood. That is not it's it's not blood. It's it's not uh flushing out um like like rejected blood or anything yeah. like that. What's coming out of of women is um, tissue from the uterine lining and the blood that accompanies it with the flushing of that tissue. Um, it's not a low pressure cycle, <laughs> FY. And also, I, I have a very serious question for this person. Does does he think that his wife absorbed the penises <laughs> of the men <laughs> that she fucked? Like, I, I'm assuming. I think he just thought he was trying to be funny and saying that, like, I don't want to have to taste the dicks of past men. And I'm like, but you're, okay, do you but not like, know how, like, I don't I, understand why you think that you that's not, what you would, first of all, like, there's remnants all, left over in there or something. Even, even if, let's say, she had unprotected sex and, like, has, has had another dude come in her before, 
all of that gets ejected by the body. Yeah. Not just through um, having our periods, but also through the natural discharge that we constantly have. Yep. Think of it like this. Every day, we, it's, you know how like we shed skin cells every day and they say how like after seven years, you don't have even have like the same body anymore because mm. all the cells have changed. Yep. Same thing, except vaginas do it constantly. Yeah. And on top of that, the acidity in the vagina also kills bacteria, <laughs> which is how it cleans itself. Yep. So, I, you know, I know he said call him little boy and stuff like that. And I know, like, he's like, it's not even that you're a little boy. It's you're an uneducated man. It's true. It's true. Like, you're not a boy. You're an uneducated man. And you're proud of being uneducated yeah that's the thing that i never understood is him being like i'm proud that i don't know shit and you're like oh my maybe someone can shed light on this did you do a google search here let me google that yeah just real quick (laughs) just real tiny um shall we continue through this sure all right (laughs) so the next bit is where are the disinfectants disinfectants in blood there aren't any. Wow, and it disinfects itself. There's a different thing. It's like, not just blood, you dumb I shit. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. It's yeah. Like, like, do you not like? How do you not know this? So the so, so again, pretty much like, I don't know if there's any other points that you wanted to make, Spara. But the fact that it's just a lot of people just really don't understand when they hear that the vagina is self cleaning. There's just people's imaginations just go wild and think that oh yeah yeah, this is what we're doing and it's like no no that's not what it is there's obviously a science to it if you want to know specifically how that works google is a thing it can tell you it's not that hard uh you can even ask your doctor because i bet you anything even though you might not have one they will clearly know what that is they have the medical education to talk about it yes even biology teachers can tell you if you really wanted to know and if you're still in school in some way shape and form hopefully you're 18 and over if you're in here but (laughs) all i'm saying is it's not that hard to answer the questions that you have but if you're going to be prideful and stubborn and you're like nah i'm just gonna just go through this world and not give a shit and not look it up and just say i'm never gonna go down on a woman because everybody's dirty you're like well clearly you're an idiot and you're choosing ignorance and you know what that is on you and that is why um i really just it makes me sad, especially for your wife, because uh, that's oh, unfortunate. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Because that if you won't do it, right. I'm not going to lie, even though she's probably a very lovely woman, if she decided that she wanted to hit up somebody else for that, I wouldn't blame her. Um, I don't I don't condone cheating, but at the same time. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> don't be an asshole. Like, while we're, while we're on the uh, While we're on the topic of, like, how vaginas are kept clean, I also wanted to bring up the point that um, ladies... Who are in the chat or not even what am i saying god every vagina, time it's okay it's something that we're getting <sighs> used to vagina Vag- having people. people people who have vaginas you do not need to invest in any of the following products here we go uh towelettes for the vagina uh douches for the vagina soaps for the vagina uh anything scented that's anything said scented the or ph balance like yeah don't it's a rip-off. 
they are they are literally just taking your money and fucking running with it yeah um trust me i i mean both of us have done that where we have actually gone out bought soaps bought douches bought wipes whatever the fuck you want to say and and ended up with the gnarliest yeast infections as a result and i always wondered i was like i'm using the products it's supposed to why isn't it clean no that's not how it works you're making it worse actually (laughs) yeah yeah um like we said you're you have a ph level to your vagina so it when that uh ph level balance gets disturbed um all manner of horrible things happen um, yeast infections being the most common one for people who are unfamiliar with what a yeast infection is. Allow me to just, I'll let me Google that for you. <laughs> well, but that's, a, that's just going to be our podcast. It's like, let me Google this for let you. Let me Google that for you. <laughs> um, uh... A yeast infection is a fungal infection within the vagina that did, because the fungus builds up because you don't have that acid to kill it. Mm-hmm. Um and it also causes uh, severe irritation, so like it hurts. Yep. Um, it causes um, discharge. It causes intense itchiness, and if you leave it untreated, you can die. And the terrifying thing about that is, I we had a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, who had a yeast infection, and her boyfriend at the time insisted on continuing to have sex despite her having a yeast infection, <sighs> and she nearly died. Yep. It was so. Like, it was so it's gross. Not, yeah, it's not something that's meant to be treated lightly. Like if a, if a chick says she's got a yeast infection, you need to leave her alone. <laughs> no touch. <laughs> Un unacceptable. Um. So yeah. Uh. Those who have vaginas and are in the process of maintaining them, very much very similar advice to how the peen is kept clean. Warm water. If if even and you're not yeah. supposed to put water in the vaginal canal you're not that, actually <laughs> that can cause a whole other problem called an embolism which will kill you instantly, instantly. yep yeah yep. so don't do that so i will um, say I, from from my perspective because of the fact that i have again this is probably tmi for a lot of people but that's the whole point of this podcast uh yeah. is that for me i have a chronic illness called sjogren's so unfortunately sjogren's if you don't know what that is it's an autoimmune disease that takes um pretty much the moisture from my um saliva glands my tear ducts and pretty much anywhere around my body at this point so i always have constant dry mouth dry eyes things like that but on occasion for some people it's not everybody um vaginal dryness is also a huge part of that so unfortunately uh i look like a crazy person sitting there just scratching at myself because my skin is just so goddamn dry it's unfortunate (laughs) so i have to use a specific type of soap for me because if i don't literally it just feels like the sahara desert and it's awful so i have like a typical so it's kind of like eczema so that's the thing. Yeah, it's not on you my, have you not... have my feels though. I, Thank oh. you. I appreciate it. But the thing <laughs> is, like, obviously, there's not eczema on my skin down there. It's just, it's just right. because, and that's the other thing. People don't know that the skin that's around the vagina is completely different than the rest of the skin from a person who has a vagina. It is ten yep. to twenty, even a hundred times, depending on the person, more sensitive more sustainable for things like that so if you get if you get nicked down there for shaving or whatever it is worse to have it down there than anywhere else that you shave underarms legs face whatever it's awful and it doesn't heal well if you get ingrowns down there same Mm -hmm. thing it takes 
a long time for it to heal. So for me, Forever. so for me having cracked skin sometimes down there, it is awful. So <gasps> my heart. Yeah, it's so that's why I have to use a specific type of soap. So there is a there is a brand called Cervi that is used for people who have really bad dry skin eczema especially around their hands they have lotions they have soaps they have things like that they have face wash so that one mm -hmm. i specifically only use for certain parts of my body mostly like in areas that are a little bit more sensitive i have that same face wash so i will use that when i know i'm having a really bad flare-up and flare-up meaning not like an std or hb like hiv or anything like that a flare-up in me a flare-up like meaning for children it's when the symptoms of your disease flares up it's Ex nothing to do with any kind of std it's exactly. literally so when my when that happens yeah so when my Sjogren's flares up i will have really bad pain down below yeah. because the fact that my skin is just it's just like you know like when you're when you're feeling dry anywhere else on your body you're like wow my hands yeah. feel dry or like they're starting to you know like, like the skin like hurts when you're like when your wife's hands crack because mm -hmm. of the winter cold it's yeah. it's very similar yeah yeah and obviously for lips that's a little bit different like your actual lips itself like the fact that it's uh like it cracks and it hurts and it bleeds mine doesn't do that but it still has that dryness feel that you would mm -hmm. feel around your lips that's the best way that i can describe it um so yeah so i will use that and it's only on the outside on the vulva part because that's where yeah, the skin is the i don't sit there and take soap and just fucking you know just get all up in there <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, you can't see it audio listeners but i'm literally just doing a hand motion of just getting just, up in that business just putting the whole hand up in there yeah no. just, just, <laughs> just all <laughs> you know so obviously that's not what i'm doing but the fact is that like there are some people i know who do use that on just the skin on the outside but again they only do that just if let's say they've been in the gym they wear a lot of leggings so there's a lot of tight sweat and things like that so just in for Ooh. peace of mind or just for cleaning that's what it is yes go ahead now that reminds me because we were when we were doing the research for this episode uh we found that like uh typically what women are supposed to wear are loose um like pants yes and um cotton underwear which is not commonly worn by women uh we usually wear leggings which are quite tight and yeah. uh skinny yeah. jeans which are quite tight and that's like a whole there's a whole commentary about the patriarchy which, there but... which we, we we can get into to another time but Some, like another time but the fact is but, even we all know we all like to wear leggings we all i'm wearing them right now like you know it's it's something that obviously we do but the whole point is you're supposed to take care of it after yes yeah. Rocky, he's so hungry right now he's like please feed me oh, um, so he's like pawing at my hand that's hanging off the chair right now um but like yeah so the fact is like the point is you don't have to buy these crazy brands that are like you want your vagina to smell like christmas get this soap like no nobody wants that that's not no. good for you and, and the funny thing is like we were talking about like sarah and i love bath bombs we love yeah. them are they good for your vagina absolutely not are they just oh. nice to have because they smell nice and they make fuzzy little like they make yeah. like the fizzy noises in the bath oh hell yeah we love that. and they're there are some women who can't use bath bombs at all because it instantly gives them the yeast infection right away. Yep. So Ooh, which is a whole other hang on. That brings up a whole other thing about the vagina. <laughs> which is is that uh okay, so one of the, the common myths about women in swimming in water is is a thing. Like uh, like brain function. You got this. Uh 
Oh, okay. One of the best examples of this is there is a scene in um a God Michael Pitt movie where he's taking a bath with two people and one of them's female, and all of a sudden the bath water looks red, and and he freaks out and naturally because he's like, oh my God, blood. And uh, the the male, the other male in the bathtub is like, well, at least you know she's not pregnant. And it's like, that's not how that works. I'm like, uh, you do realize you can actually still get your period even though you're pregnant. Like, you, like, no, 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 like, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I mean, yes, yes, that's true. But actually, no. Well, like, when, uh, I don't think anyone's ever really talked about how, like, when you go in water, like. Yeah, your period doesn't it, stop. Your, your period, no, your period does stop. But the bleeding's still there, isn't there? No. Oh. Water pressure, water pressure keeps it in. Oh. Huh. Now, now, does some still come out? Absolutely. Okay, there it is. I was like, wait. Yeah. No. Not, it's not, it's not perfectly sealed. It's but it's like, not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna be a fucking scene from Jaws where you see a puddle of fucking blood. That's Jesus. not how it works. Who's but, the, who came up with this? I don't I understand. I don't fucking know, but it was ridiculous because it, like, there is no way, oh, Rocky. Do you see him right now? I know. He's looking at you so angrily. <laughs> I just asked Nine to come home, so it's fine. Anyway, continue. Um, he's um, literally it's sitting. Never... He's literally sitting on the edge of his bed right now. Podcast you, listeners, you podcast can't listeners, you can't see, see but my god, it is hilarious. He's like, <laughs> I'm ready for sustenance, mother. <laughs> Give me food. Anyway, oh, cute worry, little Megamon, pet break. We'll be home soon. Yeah. Um, Literally, yeah, uh, I told her, I'm like, you need to get your butt home, like, right now, please. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna, like, people are like, it's not gonna come out. Like, same thing with, like, same thing with sex, road. too, is that the other oh, thing yeah. is that people are like, oh, you know, I mean, trust, for people who have vaginas, we're not like, okay, I don't think I can actually have sex with on my period, it's just because I just don't yeah, feel Yeah, I'm not well. a fan of it either. But there are some people that are totally fine with it. Like, it's totally okay that you can do that. And some men are actually, or penis- people have them and and will actually like set out a towel and like go through it because they're like it's just it's just fluid like i whatever and i get it if you're not into that that's fine that's totally understandable but don't make it don't make your partner feel like shit because that's happening or use the they're at least they're uh, not pregnant uh like why? Like why is that even? Exhausting. Why is that the first thing that comes to your brain? Like stop, stop, stop it, 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 stop. I I'm I just it's frustrating. Mm. Trust, 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 mm. trust. Mm. And while we're on the topic of bleeding vaginas, yes, please. Let us let us talk about how uh there is no such thing as um breaking the hymen. For Thank virginity. God, I'm so glad that we're talking about this. Yes, there is no uh, absolutely no such thing. No such thing. Um, yeah. So we're gonna let's 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 break down what the hymen is. So um, there was a really great example given by Lacey Green that I genuinely appreciate. Um, the way she described the hymen was kind of like a balloon with a little tiny hole that stretches when you get turned on, and and the, and like the more lubrication you have, the better off your your sexual enterprise will be. Now. <laughs> women who experience bleeding the first time that they have sex have never had the hymen stretched open or anything like that. And more often than not, 
are with an inexperienced partner who's just going straight to the point and doesn't take his time. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair. <laughs> so for those who have never had sex, possibly listening, take it slow. Yeah, you Be don't. Be nice. Just, don't. It's, it's a lot at first. You don't need to just like <laughs> rush don't. in there. Don't ram it in, like, please. Yeah, gently ease it in, like, a little, like, okay, I love, I love using this analogy. So, you know, like, when you're, when you're, when you have food that you're putting into the oven, you don't just throw that shit in there. Like, you don't do that. You just slowly inch it in because you're like, I don't want to do that. Okay? That, that's what it is, you know? Or, like, yeah. when you're frying something, right? Like, you're not going to just drop that bad boy, like, into the oil and go, yeah, all right, figure it the fuck no. out. No. Because that's how you get hurt, and they get hurt. Like, it, like hello. So you just kind of got to just uh, dangle it over the edge and then just find that sweet spot and then throw it in there. Use lubrication, oh you my fucking brutes. So look, I understand that people will be like, oh, I used enough foreplay or whatever. There's no such thing. Hi. Just, just use, just use lube. Just go for it. Because even Ooh. if you're like, even if you got her to like come a little bit during foreplay, right? Whatever you were eating her out or whatever, still ask. Just ask, because you know she might want it, or she might, or or they might want it, or they may, they might not. There, there are some women or mm, vagina, vagina having have people. people. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. Proud of you. There are some vagina owners. Uh, who experience, and this is fairly common, um, I know that, like, vagina-having people are known for being able to have multiple orgasms. Yay, myths! Um, but right. some some vagina owners are one-and-dones and will will dry up after. And it's not that sex isn't pleasurable to them after. It absolutely is. It's just they're not going to come again. Um, use lubrication. Sure. Even if it like, because they can continue having sex, it's just not going to feel as good. Yeah, so it's just going to be painful. Just have like, it just, on hand. Yeah, yeah, just have it on hand. Like you know, and um, I forget which one is the one that's like uh, got pain in the ass. Is is I think it's the water. Hang on, it's water, not water base. Um, water silicone? activated. Yeah, uh, that the water make... activated silicone. Yeah, don't. Uh, lubricant. Don't, use don't do it because that shit doesn't come off. Yeah, it's really bad. It's you, really, really if you bad. Need, yeah, and like if you need to get it off, it means you have to use soap. And what have we talked about this entire podcast? Don't use soap on your naughty bitch. <laughs> so I knew that, that was coming up. I knew that was coming up. Jesus fucking Christ. If anything gets taken away from this podcast, it's don't use soap on your naughty parts use water water is good enough warm water and gently massage it maybe you'll get off it might be a good time oh my god don't use soap, <laughs> soap. all right so um ooh. Go ahead. and also and also ladies listen i know water masturbation gets depicted in porn all the time like or excuse me vagina having people uh water masturbation gets depicted all the time do not pump water into your vagina that is not <laughs> the thing that gets them off what gets them off is the vibration of the water on the clitoris yep. on the outside. Yep. Putting water in the vagina can kill you. Don't Please do don't it. do that. I cannot, yeah. I cannot stress that enough. I might not be a medical professional, but I don't want you to die. 
Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Okay. Now your turn. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. That was literally what I was. I was gonna, gonna, that was actually was literally what I was going to say. Is um is I was gonna say like, hey, so I know that if there are people vagina uh having people who have ever have either wanted to try or have tried or do try uh using showers as a masturbation tool just know that uh yes uh for new people do not put that inside of you just on the outside trust me it'll get the job done just well and if you're if you're too scared to use one just get a waterproof uh, vibrator that does literally the same thing honestly hang on oh no I, i if i remember correctly oh no Oh no! No, it's not. It's not a bad thing. All right. While I'm, she's I'm while she's looking that up, I do want to read the fun fact that's uh, that Spara put here. Vaginas can change yeah. shape as you age. There is no uniform look for lady junk, because of the stigma that labia should look. Many women get cosmetic surgery because dudes watch too much fucking porn, and I love yeah. that fun fact because it's fucking true. <laughs> I I used to know a lovely young lady. Uh, I still know her, but like, like we, we're not in contact regularly. Right. Um, whose uh, labia parts were more on the outside. They're like the lips didn't like fold over. Yeah. So, so like, it's look, a little bit more exposed. Yeah. It's a little bit more exposed. Honestly, it looked like a seashell. It was very cute. Oh, I love it was adorable. That. And and I asked her. I was like, "Wow, you're like you're." I'm like, "Not that I want to like comment, but I was like, oh, that's really pretty.'" And she goes, "You're the only person who said that." Oh. And I was Rude. like, what do you think? And she's like, yeah, um, people, she's like, guys have complained about how it looks it's, and tell me that I am vagina. blessed. Excuse and I'm like, me? what the fuck? They Are don't even, they don't, they should not have an opinion. It's not their vagina. It, they don't have an opinion. They don't have a vagina. It's just because they've only watched porn where there's these little petite, tiny lipped vaginas that are shown, which by the way, sometimes are cosmetically altered to look different to yep. give it a more uniform look yep because there's say. that there's a look that porn is always going for yeah and, and also like the fact that like yeah or the fact that like not all women are are literally completely laser clean you know what i mean like nobody can afford that we're not on that porn star money where like people have bumps people have uh stubble there like that is for people There's, for for people vagina get hammers who hair. have yeah again ingrown hairs like all of it like there's scars there like there's there's stuff all right sometimes it's like the thing that i was very self-conscious about is just like especially for women of color that are brown like ours are usually a little bit more of a darker like gray color and they're like whoa what's going on and it's like no that's just that's just what it looks like i'm sorry like we're not pale pretty white women that have these vagina like it's not gonna be pink and pretty you know same thing with like nips mm-hmm. you know they're brown sometimes you know sometimes Mine they're are. dark like they're dark <laughs> as fuck and you're like hey like that's that's what it is but you know there are some people who are like but you know that's not what it's supposed to look like i'm like no you're just watching porn all the time where their nips are either very perfectly pink and pretty or they're like very like you know like i said like clean down there which i'm not saying that it's not clean because that there's stubble i'm just saying that like laser there's no hair like this person has never had hair on their vagina ever kind of thing and it's like that's not what everyone's vagina is gonna look like sorry boo like honestly and if you make your vagina person go through that 
you're an asshole. I'm gonna say it right oh, now. That's my opinion. 100%. Fuck you. Like, no. Like, no. If, you're, if your partner is cool with that and is like, no, I want to do that too, then that's fine. But if you force, like, go like, oh, I'm not having sex with you until you make sure that you're fully shaved or clean or whatever, I'll be like, yeah, no, absolutely not. You can just, there's the door. Goodbye. Like, ab- no. No. Ah, I found it. Nice. All right. For vagina-having individuals who enjoy clitoral stimulation, there is a uh, vibrator called the Iroha uh, vibrator. They have it in, like, three colors. It doesn't look like a vibrator. It's really cute. It costs $25. It's waterproof. Damn. All right. You better (laughs) add that to my Christmas list. You know what I'm saying? It It is a useful little vibrator, like, just... 10 out of 10, recommend. Right. Go for it. All right. And again, waterproof. So yes, you don't even have to worry about shit. So, and also, they have discreet packaging for those of you who are nervous about that sort of thing. All right. Last thing before we end the stream is discharge only happens when something is wrong. We'll say it together, Sarah. Not that. Oh, yeah, we did. But we're going to say it one more time. Ready, ready, ready? No. No. <laughs> It's fine. Everything's cool. Everything's great. So obviously we're, this is usually the section where we would tell people to put your questions in chat. Obviously that's not going to happen, but you can go ahead to either of our Twitters and just tag one of us and be like, Hey, this is something I would like to put. And you can use hashtag batteries not included on there or BNI if that helps things. Cause I think there's also a movie called batteries not included. So it might get thrown in there, oh. but, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. So no, not at all. Um, it's a, it's an old, I think an eighties film film or something like that but either way uh you can always do that um you can always sit there and like i said uh go into the discord which uh you can find on any of our socials um as well uh to jump in there there is an actual channel my wife's home so my my our dog is going crazy Hello. Um, uh, <laughs> and you're being fed and i'm being ex- fed because you know we try um and the fact that uh we Rocky, go with your mom, please. Um, so the fact that uh, you can always hit us up there if you don't feel comfortable because you don't want other people to see it. Again, you can totally just at us, DM us, whatever. Yeah. It is totally fine. And you're welcome to say, like, I don't want my name associated mm-hmm. with my question. And that's and fine. It's fine. We won't ever say your name. We never will. The whole point, again, what we talked about, again, now that we're ending, is, like, this is supposed to be something that we're supposed to be, like, if we're all having friends together in a room and just chatting it up you know like we're all everybody is safe and welcome here and that's the point so uh i definitely want to thank everybody if you ever get to this point if not it's totally fine but to anybody who's listening to this later or watching the replay i want to thank everyone that was here live that was trying to handle all of the internet stuff that's going on between the two of us Shout out um, Sensei Trike uh, for yes, thank you, Sensei everyone Trike. know that internet issues were happening. Just being the, best, being the best mod Thanks ever. so much. But to everybody who's listening to the podcast, again, we shoot these live on Thursdays. Hopefully the internet will be better by next week. I will be posting these on Spotify and Apple Music tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that's 2 p.m. Pacific time. Again, you can hit us up. Uh, you can find Spara at This is Spara. That's This is Spara. S-P-A-R-R-A. You can find me at Squee Queen. That's S-Q-U-E-E-E Queen um, on all social media platforms. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for enjoying our first freaking episode. Um, it has been 
quite the journey on this one. And again, for anybody Yeah, we did bounce around and I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's, no, but that's not even it. I was not even worried. I liked the flow of it and everything. Uh, just know that both of us support anybody who is here watching this now, listening to it later. Know that we are here for you. Again, we're also still not medical professionals, but we will definitely be those big sisters that will help out in any way, shape and form with anything you need. And that is including anyone from the female, male and in-betweens as well like we are just here to be just a good group of beings who likes to just learn about the inner workings of just our bodies and also just uh shouting out really stupid people who don't know shit and it's fun <laughs> so yeah so we hope that everything is amazing uh we will see you guys on the next